Is the kickoff on its way out? The NCAA passed a handful of new rules on Friday, and one change in particular has the college football world buzzing. It's April 16th. I'm Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. For the past decade, the kickoff has been the target of NCAA reformers who want to make college football safer. Critics argue that the very nature of a play that involves 22 athletes running from opposite ends of the field to collide with each other, often at full speed, makes the risk not worth the occasional thrill fans get from seeing a kick taken back 95 yards to the house at a critical moment in the game. Two years after Rutgers defensive tackle Eric Legrand was paralyzed during a kickoff in 2010, the spot of the kickoff was moved from the 30 to the 35 to increase the likelihood that kickoffs would result in touchbacks. The NCAA also sought to make it more appealing to take a knee in the end zone by having the ball brought out to the 25 instead of the 20 after a touchback. For six years, those new rules remained untampered with, but on Friday, the NCAA announced a rule change that will allow receiving teams to signal for a fair catch inside the 25-yard line and have that, too, count as a touchback. Though the college football viewing public is accustomed to having the kickoff rules tweaked, this is the first time the NCAA has fundamentally changed the way the kickoffs will look. I mean... The first time we see a returner wave for a fair catch at the seven-yard line and then not get reamed out by his coach, it's going to be pretty weird, right? Kip Adams reports on the Georgia Bulldogs for Dogs 24-7, who were able to get Kirby Smart's reaction to the rule change on Saturday. Kip, on a scale of negative, neutral, or positive, how would you gauge Smart's feelings about the new touchback rule? Well, Connor, it's interesting. He did say that, uh, you know, it the ability... For, for some kickers to perform what's kind of called a sky kick, you know, kicking it high up in the air and kind of trying to pin a returner back at the five-yard line, possibly, you know, forcing that returner to make a bad decision and, uh, you know, either have a poor return or possibly fumble that, you know, muff that kickoff. It kind of negates the, the ability to do that. You know, at this point, it's going to uh, just result in these guys calling for the fair catch and, Really, at the same time, you know, we're still going to have uh, the, those issues as far as his safety is concerned, because by the time he fair catches it, you know, he says that most of the contacts going to already have occurred by the time he makes that decision, whether he's going to fair catch it. So I, I think in Kirby's eyes, while he agrees that, you know, it's a kickoffs are very dangerous. I don't think he thinks this rule change is really going to have an impact as far as injuries are concerned or the overall safety of the game. This change is pretty recent, um, but have you had any time to formulate any opinions on how the rule change will alter the incentive structure for kickoff and kick return units and whether the desired outcome will be achieved and whether that outcome will be positive or negative for the sport of football? I think you look at this change and we're continuing to really minimize the return game overall. I think we're just gradually moving towards uh, an era of of football that's going to be very different than how this game began, which, uh, in my opinion, I think kickoffs are going to be eventually just removed from the game. I mean, my initial reaction right when I saw it and I I tweeted about it is that I think 
we need to go ahead and start taking steps and evaluating uh, how we would have the game of football just without kickoffs. Whether that just means spotting the ball at the 25-yard line to begin the game in the second half because that part of the game continues to be you know, taken out. Uh, again, those are initial rule changes. They're you know, their hope was to minimize injuries, but it really hasn't had that effect. We still have the severity uh, of the ish- injuries because these guys are still running full contact to each other. And, and, that, and that's what I think overall is what we're moving towards. NCAA does not want to be legally responsible for injuries that occur in this game. And, and there's, you know, again, and a lot of money involved here. So I think that the their, their lawyers are going to say, hey, the risk definitely outweighs the reward of that exciting part of the game we need to move towards trying to figure out if we can have this game without kickoffs overall and i just think that's fascinating because i mean we've we've never not had uh kickoffs in football but that definitely seems to be the direction they're going in in smart's comments he pointed out that he doesn't think that hang time is necessarily something that kick returners are practiced in accounting for when they're deciding whether or not to return the ball they're just primarily focused on catching the ball and then looking for a seam to run into how do you think this changes the equation for them trying to to make a returner gauge whether that that football you know is worth downing or you know returning uh it's got to be extremely difficult on that side because they still have to practice the return game as well and and i think this is something completely new that these retirement are just not prepared for is having to make that decision now whether or not it's worth it to to return it from the eight or the nine or just call for the touchback so i think we're going to see some crazy, you know, the, when that ball does not make it to the end zone, I think we're going to see some, some interesting things happen. I don't know if it's going to be better for the sport or not, but it's probably going to be pretty entertaining, at least in these first couple games. Kip Adams covers the Georgia Bulldogs for dogs 24 seven. You can find him on Twitter at Kip L Adams. Kip, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. The NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel also approved a handful of other new rules, including a few changes to the play clock, the official review process, and what constitutes a legal block. But for my money, the most controversial new rule of the lot might just be the addition of a 10-second runoff when instant replay overturns the ruling on the field with less than a minute to go in the half when the correct ruling would not have stopped the game clock. In other words, if you had a goal line dive ruled a touchdown, but replay reverses the call, you'd better hope the play ended with at least 11 seconds left on the clock. Can you imagine the message boards the day after your favorite team lost a game on a play that involved a booth review and a clock runoff? Yikes. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday, so we'll be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning, talking to the reporters covering the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package, or in today's case, just a little over eight. What do you want from me? This is a college football podcast, and it's mid-April. 
If you enjoy what we're doing here at the Morning Blitz, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, and tell a friend to check us out. Thank you.